Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, August the 12th as... We come off uh, certainly a wild night of baseball, unfortunately a incredible bummer of a night of baseball. If we look back at the end of this season and the Phillies missed the playoffs by one game, by one game, this is going to be the game that we point to and say, that was it. That was the one. The reason the Phillies didn't make the playoffs is that game. And in a season where everyone's only playing 60 games, guess what? It's going to be razor thin to make the playoffs. It's going to be a game or percentage points based on how many teams actually end up playing 60 games and how many don't, whatever. That was a all-time loss last night for the Phillies. It really was. Uh, It's hard to put into words how tough that loss was. They battled. uh, They fought. And then they just blew it time and time again, blew it multiple times over. And, and they kept finding ways to fight back until they ultimately blew it to the point where it was too far gone. Uh, I mean, just a, uh, again, look, it's certainly one of, the, one of the craziest games of 2020, if not the craziest. I mean, it's certainly the craziest game I've watched in 2020. It might be the craziest game in 2020. The Phillies lose 10 to 9 to the Orioles last night in a real wild ride. (laughs) It was a wild ride, and it's the kind of game where if you come out of it and you win, it's a game that you remember forever as a Phillies fan. Say that was an all-time win. What a a night. What a wild, crazy game. Again, there's the potential that at the end of the year we look back and say that was the craziest game of the year. It was that type of game, but... When you lose it, when you lose it, and especially when you lose it the way the Phillies did with bad defense, bad fundamentals, again, a bad bullpen, um, it just stings. You know, it's a loss that stings. It's going to stick with you. This is not one where you just wake up in the morning and say, ah, I feel great. No, we woke up in the morning and felt like crap. You know, that's that's what that type of game was last night. Just a soul-crushing type of loss, legitimately, for the Phillies last night. We'll, we'll dive into it all. Phillies made some roster moves prior to the game. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, I don't even want to talk about this game. It was such a, a bummer of a loss. Um, started out nondescript. You know, it started out as a, uh, a rather... Ho hum affair, you would say. You know, zero zero into the third. Andrew McCutcheon singles home a couple. Phillies have a nice little lead. 
couple innings later, Jay Bruce hits a moonshot home run. It's three nothing. You're feeling you're feeling good. Wheeler's still in the game. You're saying, all right, Zach, let's let's lock this down. Now, to be fair, Wheeler didn't look great early on. You know, further through those first five innings, certainly didn't have his best stuff. Was allowing too many base runners, um, and ultimately it caught up to him in the sixth inning as uh, Wheeler. Ends up giving up three in the inning, isn't able to get out of the inning. Ultimately goes five and two-thirds with eight hits allowed. One walk, three earned runs, only two strikeouts. Legit just didn't have his stuff. I mean, Wheeler was was mediocre last night. Uh, just didn't have his best stuff. And uh, it was evident. It was clear. And ultimately, the, gets spotted the three-run lead, is unable to hold it. And then the game got a little wild. After that, Adam Morgan gets out of the inning. Then Tommy friggin' Hunter, man, uh, yet again, a porous showing from Hunter. An inning allows two runs, three hits. Just wasn't good. Just wasn't good. Um, at that point, it is a five to three ball game, and uh, you're feeling, or excuse me, a six to three ball game, and uh, not feeling great about the uh the Phillies chances. And then we, excuse me, a 5-3 ball game was right the first time. And then we get to the 8th inning and uh all of a sudden what an inning for the Phillies just pure exhilaration as Reese Hoskins gets on base and Bryce Harper it's an opposite field home run. Especially it was so frustrating after Tommy Hunter had given up those runs in the 7th that you're just you're feeling real down with them bullpen at the time and it it really did feel like a fait accompli that they were just going to lose the game because, you know, coming off the series against the Braves and, and finding a way to win that one 13-8, but then, you know, you kind of get the sour taste in your mouth. It just felt like they were going to come into this game and lose this one. I don't know why. It was just the feeling I got coming in. And in the eighth inning there, you're feeling like they're going to lose it. And then Bryce Harper steps to the plate, and it's an opposite field home run, and it's a tie game. And then all of a sudden, Gene Segura steps to the plate, and cranks one over the left field fence, just a monster shot, and all of a sudden it's six to five. Let's go! We can actually go to Hector Neris with a lead in a game. Is that allowed? All right, we can go to Hector Neris when we're not trying to protect a five-run lead because uh, the bullpen is is blowing it in such a fashion that it feels like Hector Neris is the only guy can they can get outs. Wow, what a what a treat! What a treat! So we go to Hector Neris and. Let's be real, Hector just didn't have his best stuff. Um, was not great. Too many base runners. Um, but ultimately, Hector gives up a run, and I think it's a big strikeout, and it is a tie game at 6-6. Six to six. And this is really where the game gets wild. And look, it kind of got wild in the bottom of the eighth with the Harper home run and then the Skrull home run, the Phillies take the lead, and then 6-6 six, six game, two outs, Pedro Severino at the plate. He hits a pop-up to the infield as routine as they come. The definition of a routine infield fly ball. And Reese Hoskins is firmly camped underneath the ball, looking good. And then all of a sudden, like a bat out of hell, Gene Segura comes streaking across the field, calls Reese Hoskins off to the point where Hoskins backs off. Segura loses track of the ball. The ball ends up dropping untouched. Two runs score. All of a sudden, it's 8-6 to six Orioles, and it was such a, a depressing moment 
It really was. It was a uh, a real kick in the you know what, as they say. As first and foremost, Hector on the hill coming in the ninth. You're like, all right, man. I know this bullpen sucks. I I know this is about as as depressing and and frustrating bullpen as I have ever seen in my time watching the Philadelphia Phillies. But you think, all right, Hector's the one guy, right? I mean, I feel good about Hector Neris. I, if we can get somehow get the ball into Hector's hands of the lead, then, then maybe, just maybe, it'll be okay. You know, we'll we'll, we'll be good, and and that's what it felt like against the freaking Orioles. By the way, can we? We haven't really mentioned that, but it's not like they're playing the Yankees. They're playing the the freaking Orioles, a team that was one of the two worst teams in baseball last year, but whatever, no big deal. So, I don't know what the hell Gene Segura was doing on this play. I don't know what was going through his head. It was just unbelievably poor fundamental baseball there. First of all, the ball was on Hoskins' side of the field, so it's Hoskins' ball. I, I don't know what Segura's thinking. I don't know what he's doing. What are you doing streaking across the field like a maniac? Seriously, it was crazy. I mean, it felt like someone who hasn't played third base in his career. Didn't know that's not your job, bro. That's not your ball. That's Hoskins' ball. And look, I saw a few people saying that maybe Hoskins should have should have been more forceful about calling off Segura. Look, if you're camped out under ball and you're looking at it and you hear another infielder and your first baseman who generally kind of defers in a lot of those cases um, – Yelling, I got it, I got it, I got it. What are you supposed to do? Just stand your ground there? That's a tough spot to do. I, I don't, I'm not crediting Reese. I wish Reese had, had been like, no, I got it forcefully because he did and he should have. But ultimately, I think the, the lion's share of the blame here has to fall on Segura and the insane, insane way he just sprinted across the field and, and crossed over the mound into the first baseman's territory and called him off. What are you doing, Gene? What was that? Gene hits that monster home run in the bottom of the eighth to give them the lead and then comes right back and just fritters all that goodwill away. Just a horrendous play. A horrendous play from Gene Segura. Sadly, it was not the most horrendous play we would see over the rest of this game, one of the two, honestly, it's arguable which was worse. They're, they're both just disastrous decisions. This one really felt like an all-time Bad News Bears type of moment. It really did. And, you know, it's the kind of thing that will get shown on the not top 10 and blooper videos and all that type of stuff because it was that type of play. It was, a again, I can't emphasize enough. As routine a pop-up as pop-ups come. It doesn't get more routine than that. And bad fundamentals, bad defense. The ball drops to the ground. Ultimately, Hector Neris gets the out uh, to get out of the inning there. And you're feeling despondent going into the bottom of the ninth. It just feels like we blew it. We had it and we blew it. What a What a... What a sad night this ended up being. And then all of a sudden, the, like they did all night, to their credit, the bats battled. They really did. Ultimately, the bases are loaded. 
Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Romito on the path. And Didi Gregorius steps to the plate and is able to lace a single into center field. Two runs score. It's 8-8. Eight eight. The Phillies had a chance with Gene Segura at the plate. Redemption time to win the game there after that. But Segura does not convert. And ultimately, we go to extra innings. But still a wild, wild finish regulation. It goes from uh, 5-3 to three in the bottom of the eighth to 6-5. to five. Then it goes from... Six to five to eight to six in the top of the ninth. Then it's a tie game, eight eight in the bottom of the ninth. That's some wild action. And the action continued because we go to the top of the tenth. Of course, the new rule runner starting on second base. And we find ourselves at the moment where we decide was the Gene Segura play worse or was the Roman Quinn play worse? Because Austin Hayes at the plate, a hard shot to center field, a ball that no center fielder in their right mind actually should think or could think that they could actually catch somehow, some way. Roman Quinn, and this is the second time in a few games he's done this. Roman Quinn completely misjudges the ball, dives for it. Nowhere close. I mean, we're talking the ball drops a good three feet in front of him, two feet in front of him, like not in the hemisphere of the ball. Bounces, heads to the wall, what do we have? A bad cutoff on the way back. And all of a sudden, Austin Hayes is a freaking inside the park home run. An inside the park home run in the top of the 10th inning. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's how I felt watching. I'm like, what is happening right now? How does Roman Quinn die for that ball? It's such bad fundamental baseball. You get the chance to start the bottom of the 10th with a runner on second base too. You can't give up two runs there. Keep the ball in front of you. You had no chance. Willie Mays wasn't catching that ball. Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't catching that ball. You're not catching that ball. Roman, pal, buddy, what are you doing? And again, we saw him do this exact same thing. What are we doing? Roman Quinn needs to not be in the lineup. Adam Hazley has been way better. What are we doing? Why is Adam Hazley not playing? They're terrified of letting Adam Hazley face a lefty, just like they're terrified of letting Phil Gosselin face a righty. And yet Scott Kingery can go out and face lefties and righties and suck. What is happening? Joe, Girardi, get your crap together. Start treating these games like they matter. Start acting like there's some sort of, of intensity there. And again, we see with the bullpen again tonight. Going to De Luis Guerra in the top of the 10th inning in this spot. Look, Roman Quinn was horrendous. But guess what? De Luis Guerra has yet to come through in a big spot. Why is he coming out of the bullpen? Bring up anyone else. Just bad managing Bad defense, bad fundamentals, deserve to lose. There were guys on the team offensively who did everything they could to try and win this game, and we saw it in the bottom of the tent as the Phillies made another effort. Jay Bruce and RBI single. They get runners on second and third on a wild pitch, and of course, Roman Quinn grounds out with second and third, one out, can't even get the ball in the air, grounds out. And then Reese Hoskins grounds out to end the game. And it's like awesome. Super cool, guys. Super cool.
like again, just an infuriating, infuriating loss. And again, Jay Bruce, my man, brought it. Thank you for everything you did last night, Jay. Three for five with a homer and a triple. Bryce Harper, two for four with a home run. Two runs scored, two RBI walk. Didi didn't have a great game, but that huge monster hit. And look, Gene was a disaster defensively, but made that nice, you know, hit that home run. Like the the lineup brought it, except for, you know, I don't know, Scott Kingery, 0 for 5. Seriously, give me one good reason Scott Kingery's lineup over Phil Gosselin. Phil Gosselin, pinch hits in the bottom of the 10th. What does he do? He gets a single. What are we doing? Why is Scott Kingery in the lineup? Why? Why? I want one reason. One. Give me one good reason. And if you say it's because he's signed to a long-term contract here and he's a part of the future, that's not a good reason. It's not. Not in a 60-game season where every game matters and you have a chance to make the playoffs. It's not. It's a bad reason. And I don't know any other reason. Like, move Segura to second where he has to be better because guess what? He's not good at third. We saw it last night on just a horrendous play, an all-time bad play, a play that we're going to see in replays for years because it was that horrendous. Goslin at third and, and Segura at second, and let's go. I'm, I mean, done. I'm done with Scott Kingery. I'm done for right now. Again, sit him down until he can figure it out. Pinch hit him. Whatever you got to do. You can't keep rolling him out there. And again, look, least of the problems last night as, again, they put up nine runs. The fact that De Luis Guerra and Tommy Hunter and these garbage cans are still coming in and trying to protect leads are, it's a, it's a train wreck. And obviously Hector last night couldn't get it done. Train wreck. This this bullpen, as we've said multiple times, they're they're not going anywhere with this bullpen. It's they're not. They're just not. Even if they somehow make the playoffs because a thousand teams make the playoffs, they're still losing in the first round. Unless Nola goes a complete game and Arietta or Wheeler give them a complete game or something, or Spencer Howard. I mean, they're just not good enough. This bullpen sucks. It sucks. It is the worst in baseball, by far. It's the worst potentially in Philly's history, legitimately. I mean, look at the numbers. Just go to baseball reference and look at relief pitcher ERAs for the Phillies and tell me what you think. Seriously, it's it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Garrett's got a 13.50 area on the season. Something like that. Come on. And Roman Quinn, Enough. 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 Roman Quinn is a bench player. That's who he is, and I know he came into the game tonight from McCutcheon, but he has played way too much. Roman Quinn is a bench player. He is a nice guy to bring off the bench to pinch run for you, or I used to think he played defense. He sucks defensively. Can we be real about this? I know he covers a lot of ground, but he has the worst instincts I've seen. Like, twice in a couple games we've seen him die for a ball. He had no chance at. Like, None. There was no chance he was getting that ball. Ah, it's just a bummer. It's a bummer in a season where you felt like this team had a chance to make the playoffs. Again, because so many teams do. And I don't know. I mean, they're they're bad. Certainly that bullpen is bad. The lineup's all right. The starting pitching's been all right. That bullpen's the Achilles heel. It's such a shame. I feel bad for... Bryce Harper and Romito and all these guys are crushing it and you know, Nola and, and all that. Like those guys who go out and dominate and then <laughs> they have to watch this 
dumpster fire. It's it's embarrassing. It's a travesty. Clentax should be fired right now. I mean, it won't be obviously, but he should be. That was that's bad. It's bad, man. It's just a shame. It's a shame. It really is. It's a shame because this Phillies team, you know, has some pieces. They should be good enough to make the playoffs when eight teams make the playoffs in the National League. They should. And look, they still might. It's just they're not going anywhere. This bullpen sucks. And it's too bad. And look, last night again, the bullpen sucks. Last night, not just the bullpen. just That was a, a failure on all levels. Joe Girardi deserves blame. The defense deserves blame. Scott Kingery offensively deserves blame. Roman Quinn deserves so much blame. Uh, it's just... It was a failure on all fronts, and it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. I was embarrassed as a Phillies fan watching that game last night. It was. It was a bummer. Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, the Phillies did make some roster moves uh, prior to the game yesterday, which, again, nice to see them finally say goodbye to Nick Pavetta and Trevor Kelly, two of the multiple pitchers in that bullpen who don't deserve to be on a major league roster. Thank goodness. I mean, Jesus, enough. Trevor Kelly, see ya. Nick Pavetta, see ya. Don't care if I see you again. Honestly, for what it's worth, Kelly DFA'd, so any team can pick him up if they want. Pavetta was sent to the taxi squad. Nick Williams also DFA'd. And they brought up Connor Brogdon and Blake Parker. Uh, Blake Parker, whatever we know. I mean, may as well try anyone who's not Trevor Kelly or Nick Pavetta. Um, but Brogdon's a young arm with a lot of talent, and I've been advocating for them to bring him up. Like, take a shot. What? Why not? What else you got? What else is better? Absolutely nothing. So I, I appreciate that they made those moves. I think they need to make more moves like that, like DeLuis Garrick. Are we good? We cool? Good on seeing DeLuis Garrick pitch? Do we need more of that? Is anyone clamoring to see DeLuis Garrett pitch in a big spot other than apparently Joe Girardi? Again, I, I've been very disappointed with Joe Girardi, and I, I, you can't mince words with it. He's been more bad than good. And again, I know it's only 12 games. It is he's still getting a feel for the roster. And actually, a lot of decisions that a lot of people have been mad about, I haven't been, you know, pulling Nola, no problem with that, that type of stuff. But, man, his his unwillingness to make lineup changes, a.k.a. Scott Kingery, Phil Gosselin playing every day. I mean, what are you doing? Hottest hitter on the team. Like, let him play. Like, force ways in a lineup. That's what you do. When a guy's as hot as Phil Gosselin is, you force him into the lineup. You say, hey... Look, I know we're facing a righty uh, today, but Phil has to play. He's showing up. It's a meritocracy. What we do here is a meritocracy. It's all about who performs, who's the best. That's it. That's what baseball is. Best players play. What are we doing? Scott Kingery is not one of the better players right now. It just is what it is. It's a fact. It's a shame. It's sad. I still care about him long term. You got to sit him down right now. You have to. Why is Roman Quinn ever taking the field at a, of Adam Hazley? Ever. He shouldn't. I'd rather see if Hazley can at lefties than see Roman Quinn. Done. Shut it down. Why isn't Alec Bohm here? It's just, it's incredibly frustrating. I'm, I'm legit annoyed with this team right now, with this organization, I should say right now, because, again, it just feels like there is no acknowledgement that this is a short season where every game matters and you win games. Like, it feels like there's none of that. It feels like it's business as usual. 
it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, especially for a fan base like us that has not been to the playoffs in a long time. We're, we're getting on a decade here. You know, it's close. And it doesn't seem like the Phillies care about it. You know? Other than, again, organizationally, Bryce Harper cares. Romito cares. Those guys care. I feel bad for them because they're not getting the support from the organization. They're just not. It's a shame. And, uh, look, last night was a, a game we won't forget. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is incredibly possible that one game decides whether a team makes the playoffs or not. And if that's what happened for the Phillies, this, last night's game, will absolutely, and look, let's hope there isn't a worse loss this year because it doesn't get much worse than that, seriously. But that loss is the one we'll remember, especially against the Orioles, especially in a game you need to win. You need to win those games. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, you don't need to listen to me yell anymore. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, the Phillies can get something done tonight. Zach Eflin on the against Wade LeBlanc. We'll see. Just a bummer of a loss, and uh, I'm bummed about it. So, hopefully, tomorrow things are better. Either way, until then, stay safe, stay healthy. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today, right here on the Phillies 24 7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.